Thanks for listening to Draw Near with Fred and Kara. And this episode, Fred is not here, but I have the pleasure of getting to talk with a very special guest who you guys have heard a lot about, but I don't think you've ever heard from. So I am sitting here with Fred's wife, Crystal. Hello. Yay. And we get to talk about um, motherhood, and I'm sure there'll be stuff in there about wives. So... Uh, Fred and BJ's episode, they titled Wives and Whiskey. So we're titling ours Wives and Wine because Brett, Fred, <laughs> Fred brought us wine and he like filled mine a tiny bit. I told him, I'm like, I get like really tired when I drink wine. I'm like, I don't know if I can drive home. And then he filled crystals like almost to the top. I'm not nervous or anything. Oh, no, right? yeah. It's to, help with the, it's to help with the nerves. But it'll be good. We really just kind of want to offer something. I know the Fatherhood series. Um, was really for everybody, but hopefully the fathers got a lot from it. So we wanted to offer something for our mom listeners and hopefully the dads can kind of get a little bit of insight into like mom brains, I guess. Yes. <laughs> Cause they're definitely um, different. Yeah. They're different. <laughs> for sure. Um, so Crystal, I want to start just with letting you kind of share a little bit about yourself. I know everyone kind of knows you're Fred's wife, but do you want to share a little bit about you? Obviously. Yes. We've been married to well, today, today that yeah. we're recording actually is our anniversary, 16 years. Um, we so have awesome. the six kids, which I know you all have already <laughs> heard all of that. Um, what is something that you like to do? Hobbies? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> do moms get hobbies? I don't really have anything right now. Everything revolves around the family, basically. Um, um, I, I honestly, I think we had we had like this retreat at work and they had us go around and share what are some of your hobbies? And I literally said, I have kids. I don't know what a hobby is. I seriously is. don't have hobbies yeah. right now. I even like the dance studio. I'm not really yeah. doing that. So I homeschool. That's a good one. <laughs> and you and Hannah are uh, doing like Lord of the Rings stuff and like binging episodes and things like yeah, those are good. I mean, that's kind of what we do. Like yeah. we we get on a little kick of some topic and yeah. we dive into that that's I think that's good my ho- my hobbies are whatever the kids are interested in yeah that's awesome well that's so good something we can do together yeah that's good well board I'm, games board games yes <laughs> yes that's something I feel like you guys have like brought me into more my yeah. like I always grew up with my family playing games but they were always like kind of the party games like when we were all together for Thanksgiving those right. ca- like catchphrase and those kinds of things right. so I feel like you're being around your family you kind of brought me into like the craft board game you know well, it all started with Pokemon for us really and that's not something that I would have ever thought that I would have okay known anything about the card game Pokemon the the card okay. game yeah BJ literally has been on his phone what like playing the old school he Pokemon told me about he's that, going actually crazy he told us about, about that he's like on a search for the old game boy so that he can play Pokemon well when Jacob was little um he was I was trying to teach him to read and he just wasn't really interested in anything yeah but Pokemon was the thing and mm. so we taught him the card game and that kind of helped spark his interest in reading because yeah. each one has its own. You have to um, read their. You have to yeah. know what they can do, what yeah. each card does. And so that kind of helped him to learn to read. Yeah, that's so. awesome. Well, it's good to have hobbies that are also like family hobbies because right. they bring you guys closer together. Yeah, that's really cool. OK, so we're going to kind of get into um, marriage and motherhood. And and I know like you might have specific things that you want to share or don't want to share because it's Fred and like that's <laughs> that's marriage and that's okay. But I want to ask what in your opinion is 
the hardest thing about marriage or about being a mother? You can kind of choose if you don't have something for, I know you said that it was hard for marriage. You're, you were so nice. You're like, I don't think anything's hard about marriage. I'm like, man, this question's hard for me because I, so many I mean, things are hard about marriage. I mean, communication is probably what it is yeah. because it, we have six kids, so yeah. we have lots of activities and this kid has this and this kid has that. Even today was kind of mad, just yeah. like trying Craziness. to balance everything. And, um, so, I mean, that's probably part of it, but yeah. You know, that's ours too. BJ always is like, you're terrible at communication. I'm like, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't think that I am. I have a dry erase board calendar that I like keep all the things listed on. But for some reason, we still <laughs> just don't have that where everybody knows what's going on. Fred doesn't look at the dry erase board. <laughs> that is the problem. But again, I don't want to uh, point any fingers. He'll listen and be like, this is true. This is true. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so that's marriage. What would you say might be the hardest thing with motherhood? With motherhood, I think it's just ever changing. Yeah. Um, babies are hard. Yeah. But... It's also easy because, you know, you keep them fed, you keep them changed, you keep them clean, and you know, <laughs> and, and cuddle with them. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to put them down. And then, you know, you get into toddlerhood and they're into everything. You know, it just <laughs> always gets harder. And then it gets easier because they're older, but there's more complicated things happening. So, right. I mean, it's just ever changing. So yeah. I think that's what's hard about it is just being flexible yeah <laughs> roll in with the punches and you, you know? keep having to kind of adapt a little you bit. do yeah and then when you have teenagers at the same time as the newborns and toddlers and preschool and yeah. I mean it's just yeah I'm not at that stage yet I feel like I'm definitely gonna have to reach out to you and be like okay I Clara, am Clara not as a pro <laughs> Clara as a teenager I'm dreading <laughs> like you know her personality oh, I'll be like gosh. oh this is rough we have some of those too where I'm like oh gosh yeah it's hard now yeah <laughs> I am not looking forward to that one getting older <laughs> yeah I feel uh, like the baby stage honestly is is like you're right, though. It's hard and it's, it's hard easy. because you're you're not getting much sleep. Yeah. You're up all the time. You're yes. You, they can't tell you what's wrong, but it's also really easy because yeah. you have so many things to check on. Yep. And then if they're good, they're good. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I mean, you could throw them in the car while you're running errands. It's so easy to travel with a baby. I know some people are worried about that, but it's yeah. so easy. Okay, talk about that actually, because I feel like I always see that question in like Facebook mom groups. Like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm going away or I'm going on an airplane or my family's taking a trip. Like, what are must haves? So you find it really easy. What I if do. there's a mom listening who's like, what? Like, I find it so hard. What do you do that makes it so easy? Like, so maybe someone we can learn. Don't really fly. So I don't know, like, you know, if you're traveling on a far distance or anything. I've only flown once with Clara and I just wore her. So that would be right. my tip. Yeah. Baby wearing yeah. makes life so much easier. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really does. Yeah. But you just need the essentials. Like yeah. I said, keep them fed, diapers changed, clean clothes, a bath. And that's it. I just I take the essentials. Yeah. And I, obviously, the more kids you have, you know, what's really essential. Yeah. I feel like yours is nice, too, though, because you have older kids sitting in the back with them. So you're yes. like, can you put her binky in? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Again, that that shift, it definitely gets easier. The third kid was the hard one. Yeah. Because it We're was like, phase. I mean, I only have two hands. Mm hmm. 
or mm-hmm. there's two adults. So what do we do with this third one? Yeah. Um, but after that, you know, the other kids are getting older, so they're definitely more helpful. And, yeah. you know, you can say, hey, go fill this sippy cup or, hey, go grab that for me. Yeah. And it really does make things so much easier. Yeah. I think one thing we've done is we have like a travel um, noise machine. Yeah. So we just like stick that in their car seat. Fred and- just has an app yeah. that he'll yeah. play sounds on his app, on his phone like that if we need something. Yeah. That's helpful. But I think Clara's kind of at that stage. I mean, she's only four and a half, but she's Mm -hmm. kind of at that stage where I can be like, can you go grab me a diaper? But it is hard going from like two where you have one parent for each to then they outnumber you. both hands if it's just you. But after that. It's hard. Well, and I kind of feel like I really struggle with this one because Aggie's our third. I struggled with this one because I felt like I'm leaving out my other kids. Like right. I'm, I'm paying so much attention to her. And like right. we had a lot of struggles at the beginning. Our listeners kind of know a little bit about that. But, oh, she's in the background. You're going to hear her little grunts. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you a story one second. I'm kind of kind of jumping on something. But um, I felt like I kept ignoring like Clara and Gerard, which then yeah. I get really, I feel really guilty about. And they kind of act out. So that's right. what I found to be really difficult was – like they now outnumber me and I can't give them all my attention. I try, it's not always easy, but I try to include them as much as I can. Yeah. Even if it's, hey, it's time to nurse. Let's turn on Dora or Bluey or, (laughs) you know, whatever it is so that we're at least all sitting together. Yeah. I mean, they don't always play with the toys that I'm offering, (laughs) you know, like, hey, come play with this while I'm sitting here nursing. But Yeah, it can be hard. Something to kind of include them or, hey, go grab this for me so they feel like they're a part. They're helping in some way. Yeah. Um, Okay, I said she was in the background grunting. I have to share a really embarrassing thing that happened today. So we went to um, a funeral of one of our um, people that we mentor in the summer. They lost a close family member. And so we went to their funeral, and it's like completely silent. You know exactly what I was saying. You know exactly. Completely silent. We've all been there. If you have a child, you've been there. And she's just sitting here grunting and let's oh out just gosh. like the grossest <laughs> i was so embarrassed and it's always at the quietest part it too so it's like quiet. silent yeah and like there was an older gentleman sitting in front of me and like he jumped like her like her noise her fart like scared oh my gosh it was that's awesome so embarrassing <laughs> oh that's so funny but that's motherhood yeah <laughs> Yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of touched on, like, the hard part about parenthood is just that, like, it's always changing. What's, like, one of your favorite things or a favorite stage that you have? I don't know if I have a favorite stage because okay. I feel like there's fun things at each there level. Are. Like, yeah. Zoe right now is four, um, but she's learning to read. Yeah. Like, she, we had this shape book the other day, and she was like, she couldn't remember the word. But she's like, oh, it starts with an O. Oh. Oval, you know? And she was, like, so excited. And so, you know, it's fun to, like, help them to learn new things. Uh When they were Um, in the car on our way back from CGS, Clara and and Zoe were quizzing each other about letters. And, like, Zoe was learning how to spell Clara's name. We've (laughs) been having spelling bees in the car. That's so cool. (laughs) So Clara got included in that the other day. Learning, you know, cat and bat. Yeah. And I was trying to do, like, rhyming words, so it's just the first letter that was changing. But, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, like, just different ages have different fun things. Like, I, I really like introducing them to things that, 
like we enjoyed when we were younger. Yeah. So that's been kind of fun. Like I said, Pokemon was not one of those things for me. <laughs> but <laughs> what were some of those um, things? Well, dance for my girls. Yeah. Um different movies yeah you know things cartoons that we grew up with our kids know all the old things and it's kind of funny because sometimes like I know this one time we went to a doctor's office and they had this you know sticker basket for the kids to flip through and it had like Elsa and Anna and Mm -hmm. like all the new Disney princesses and my kids dug to the bottom and they were like Snoopy Scooby Doo and the lady (laughs) looked at me and she's like most kids don't know who those are. Oh, <laughs> like, Scooby Doo was, was so like funny. Scooby Doo is like my childhood, I like know. one of my favorite memories. My kids love it. Yeah, but and sometimes they'll watch things and they'll be like, "Why is this weird?" And I'm like, "Well, this is the newer cartoon yeah. of this," and they're like, "The other one is so much better." Right. <laughs> so it's just kind of fun, you know, to re-experience some of those things that we grew up with. Yeah, but with our kids yeah I like that that's and I know you mentioned like Lord of the Rings um so like Hannah and I have been watching Lord of the Rings Mm -hmm. we've been letting her watch Cobra Kai with us you know some of those kind of things so which we have a whole episode about Cobra Kai yeah (laughs) we kind of like it (laughs) yeah we kind of like it and the boys are in taekwondo right now so it's kind of fun for them and Daniel's been sporting a mohawk because one of the characters has a mohawk and he hasn't even watched Cobra Kai he just saw the character and he's like ooh, <laughs> and I'm like your brother used or my brother used to have a mohawk too when he was little yeah. so and do you want to dye it red that. yeah my brother used to dye his hair too so he yeah. was excited about that that's super cute <laughs> we tried to do the kool-aid dyeing and it didn't work so we'll have to try again in the near future yeah that's awesome <laughs> um you kind of touched on this with like bringing things in from your childhood but do you have any Um, traditions that you grew up with or memories that you have that you're like, I kind of want to do something like that with my family. This one is a hard one. It is. I feel like my family had like, (coughs) we didn't have explicit traditions, but we had like different kind of like when we would get together, like we would always play a game. Like we would be up really late playing a game. And then as we got older, one of the things that my parents did is when it was Christmas, we would go to midnight mass and after midnight mass, which was already like an hour and a half, two hours, yeah. we'd get home and we'd open some presents and we'd have like an egg bake at like two in the morning. Right. But I can't do that, you know, with a four year old and a two year old. So like <laughs> I didn't grow up Catholic. Right. So yeah, yeah. a lot of those kind of traditions we've kind of had to start from scratch Mm -hmm. and I mean I've done some research and like tried to find fun things that we can do but I mean there are fun things like driving around and looking at lights at Christmas time what are some that you you and Fred came up with for your family that you didn't do for Christmas specifically sure sure um everything advent related um is definitely something that we've added in yeah um we did have a Christmas countdown when I was younger, and my mom found a religious Christmas countdown, and so we always do that in, mm-hmm. for Advent. Um, it's like the nativity, so you add a tree or you add a sheep, or yeah. and then obviously, you know, towards the end, you add Mary, Joseph, right. Jesus. There's the angel and the star. Um, so we do that. For, like, parents listening and moms listening who kind of want to know, like, okay, what are some ways that I could bring the faith into my home? So, like, can you share specifically some of those traditions that you've invented for Advent or for Christmas or whatever? Um, Jesse Tree is probably one of our favorites, and I'm not perfect at it. Sometimes I'm we not miss several days, mm-hmm. and then we're like, all right, let's do four, five of these and get yeah. caught up, you yeah. know. Yeah. But um, I, I really love that one because – it can be as simple as 
needed. Yeah. Um, we made, let's see, Hannah's 13. So <laughs> um, several years ago, I found these coloring sheets for um, Jesse Tree ornaments and we colored them ourselves. And then because I used to scrapbook when I had free time. <laughs> that was um, your hobby. There you go. That was a your long hobby. <laughs> time ago. I am way behind on scrapbooking. Um, but we, I kind of like started to cut out my own and make it look a little nicer. But it started with coloring sheets. <laughs> and like I said, she's 13 and we still haven't finished them. A lot of them are still the coloring sheets. But we just put them on like frozen juice like mm-hmm. can lids yeah. to make them a little more sturdy. That's how they've lasted this long. Yeah. Um, and just it's it tells Bible stories. Right. So it goes from, you know, the story of the Bible. So my kids can tell me, you know, I'll hold one up now and be like, hey, what's this story? And yeah. they'll be like, oh, that's Moses, you mm-hmm. know, or, oh, that's David and Goliath, you know. And they, they've learned the stories without actually having to sit and read the whole story they can just tell me little bits and pieces so it's kind of a way of quizzing them yeah (laughs) without like giving them a quiz so um and now like I said I'm not good at it I can have my big kids (laughs) help me with the little ones so now (laughs) Hannah might hold it up or Jacob and be like hey what's this story and if they don't know then the big kids can tell them the story yeah that's or read it to them but yeah you know like that's how it should be I feel like not always it doesn't always have to be on the parent but like the the kids handing on the faith to their siblings I know that's that was St. Therese and her siblings like that's so beautiful I know um we do the advent wreath and I know you guys do that too we're terrible honestly at remembering to do the prayers do it very well (laughs) because you're supposed to do the prayers before I think before you eat and then like light the candle and stuff we forget a lot but that's one that we like doing but one recent one we added was just having a prayer table and like things on the prayer table so like if Clara wants to read a bible story instead of getting out like the kid one we have sitting right next to her I'd be like can you go grab the bible off the prayer table to show her like it's actually scriptural it's not like a coloring book you know it's not just it's not just a picture book right yeah just some fun story yeah actually it's true right right and then like she uh we have um one of those candle snuffers yes and she, they love they snuffing love, they love they love snuffers <laughs> thanks cgs <laughs> yeah yeah so she'll always come up and be like can we light a candle and so if it's it's me or bj and so we'll light a candle and be like well we need to say a prayer so and even if it's just like a simple hail, hail mary but she yeah. always wants to just snuff it out <laughs> my kids really like playing with our um like our mass kit yeah like and it's a miniature version but it really has like the glass yeah pieces and stuff and so I think that's really fun they like to play mass they don't do it regularly but every once in a while they'll be like "Ooh, can we do this and I'm like yeah (laughs) like (laughs) why would I say no to that yeah that's kind of (laughs) cool I like that we have one too but we haven't gotten to use it because my kids aren't really like they're not old enough I don't think yet to really you think they're cgs it's it's there for that age group you just have to kind of supervise yeah you would have to (laughs) and make sure they're not like having a tea party with the chalice i can see them doing that yeah (laughs) well my kids the one time they like put grape juice in and i was like yeah we probably Um. shouldn't be doing that in the living room you know yeah yeah that's funny and using crackers right yeah (laughs) so not necessarily traditions from our like our growing up but just traditions that are good like bringing the faith into the home and same thing at easter we have things we do too we have like our sacrifice um we have a jar and they put a bean in every time they do a sacrifice oh that's a good one easter morning 
they became jelly beans. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> you know, fun yeah. little things like that. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that one. I know, Lent's kind of a hard one to think of it stuff is. to prepare them. It really is. Yeah, that's a good one, though. Um, Okay, this one I feel like... I don't know. Maybe the dads, I don't think Fred asked this question with the dads because I don't know if it's as much, but I feel like um, mom guilt is like such a real thing. Um, And I'm sure a lot of people listening have experienced mom guilt. So I'm curious, have you ever experienced mom guilt? I don't know if anybody has not Not experienced mom guilt Yes. at some point. Okay. So what is something that like you kind of have mom guilt about sometimes and then what's advice that you would give to someone who has mom guilt because the the easy answer is like okay yeah I'm guilty about this I feel guilty about this but then every single person listening and me sitting here is gonna be like you shouldn't feel guilty about that we're just trying to do our best I think it's just not comparing yourself to others because it always looks like hey look at how perfect Mm -hmm. that little family is over there yeah and then when you talk to that mom, she'll tell you the same thing. Like, yeah. what? I was thinking the same thing about you, yeah. you know? And uh, I've had a couple of those conversations recently where I'm like, you are just like, I don't know how you do it. And she's yeah. like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I feel the same way about you. Like, yeah. you know, so I think it's just we get inside of our own heads and we think everybody else, you know, grass is always greener on the yeah. other side. Yep. You think they're doing it better. Um, but really, everybody's just trying to make it different (laughs) I mean every family is different and something that works for you might not work for me and vice versa yeah I know like I always feel like I I mean I have two kids who are talking and one that is like we've already talked about she's very simple and I lose my patience so quickly I'm like oh so much talking like I just need quiet time (laughs) and then I look at you and I'm like you seriously have like nine kids at your house every day how do you do it (laughs) so it's I don't know how I do it So it's the same. Some days I'm like, oh my goodness, can we play the quiet game for <laughs> yeah. like three hours? Please. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Some days oh. I'm like, uh, is it nap time yet? Is it nap time? Yes. Sometimes <laughs> it is a countdown to nap time, yeah. but it's, it's hard, especially homeschooling. Cause sometimes it's like, you know, I've got, I finally got everybody to the table that needs to be at the table. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones are playing so loudly and it's just like oh my goodness it's so distracting please quiet down yeah and you don't want to just be like hey watch this movie you know because that's the easy way out yeah yeah and sometimes Sometimes it's necessary yeah (laughs) sometimes it's necessary yeah I know like we had talked about too like I I feel like I relate a lot to that too like you look at other people and how they're doing it and then then that's when the mom guilt sets in but really you like you don't know what's going on on the inside like we talked about potty training and stuff and like we tried potty training Gerard and like the first two days I was crying because he was crying I am the and worst at potty training so it's do hard. not take my advice okay well we talked about we talked about unsolicited <laughs> oh, advice in the man. dad one that's the like one of the only things that I solicit advice I'm like I will read every book I because uh, I have no idea <laughs> so but like you don't know what's going on with that like right. you know that was so rough and like after the first day BJ's like are you okay I'm like I feel like a terrible mom yeah you know so like you never know like what's going on with somebody else too right and so I think that would help get away from I think it's frustrating too like it's more I think it's more frustrating for us because we're just like why do you not get it yeah but there's just so many distractions here oh yeah yeah (laughs) all day long Mm -hmm. so it's like Yes, I was. I had my timer set to take you to the bathroom, right. but yeah, 
It's hard. Then the baby was crying and then so-and-so hit somebody yep. or, you know, it's yep. all the other things that pop up and then, oh, shoot, mm-hmm. I was supposed to do that. You know, yeah. it's just very easy to. Yeah, it is. But OK, like we at that point, then we just say, you know what? It's OK. Like I'm doing the best that I can. Right. So it's OK. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just say, eh, you'll potty train when you potty train. <laughs> just I'm go done. sit on the table. I, I give up. <laughs> Yeah. You won't be a teenager and still needing to wear pull-ups, so eventually <laughs> you'll get this. It'll happen. <laughs> That's good. Well, and that makes, you know, then that takes the pressure off of, off yeah. of you, too. <laughs> That's good. Um, okay, could you share something that, I know I, we've talked a lot about hard things and things that we're excited about. Um, what is something that you are proud of like a moment whether it's in your marriage or a moment in like your mom journey that you're just like wow like that was really awesome wow that's hard because it's hard to give yourself praise it is it's so hard (laughs) to recognize like oh I was a good mom (laughs) I mean I think and I'm not saying homeschooling is for everybody but just the time the extra time that I get to spend with my kids Mm -hmm. I feel like is a good thing um even when it's frustrating. Yeah. Um, but I can't think of something specific. I think that's other good. Than that. I'm so jealous of that. Like, just, I don't and know. And I mean, the... there are times where I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Go if away. I could just send you to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I could have a few hours yeah. <laughs> with just the baby or, you know, but um, yeah, I think, I think it would just be that, just the, that extra time that we get to spend together. It's a hard question, so. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of if there's something that, like, I'm proud of. I don't know. Honestly, if I get through a day and I'm not, like, frustrated, <laughs> then I'm like, oh, today was a good day, you know? <laughs> we, we I like, f- had a good outing with the kids. Like, it was fun. Right. <laughs> well, I think, I think, like, with outings, I mean, it just takes practice. Yeah. Like, somebody told me today, like, I can't believe how well-behaved they are. Because yeah. we ran to the to uh, the store earlier mm-hmm. to get some shoes for the girls, and the lady at the checkout, I had both of your kids, yeah. plus Zoe, yeah. plus Francis, and just the two girls, and she's like, "Oh my goodness!" So like four littles, and then yeah. two, two older, kids. yeah, and she's like, "Oh my goodness." You must have the patience of Job. <laughs> That's what she told me. And I was like, Aw, thank you. Because it nice, doesn't yeah. feel that way. That's a nice compliment. <laughs> yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was really nice, too. And I was just like, oh, they look like little angels. I did a good <laughs> job today. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's good. Um, so I know you have a 13-year-old. And how old is Jake now? Is 11. he 11? Okay, so almost another teenager. Yeah. So how, for you, has the transition been from you know, just littles to having teenagers and what advice would you give to parents of teenagers? I think it's different for us because they have friends, obviously their age, but it's different because they aren't like going to school. So they're not in a classroom with 20 or so other kids their age. So I feel like my kids get along with all ages Mm -hmm. because that's part of homeschooling. I mean, like we just had um, a homeschool group outing today and they were playing flag football and the little ones were all playing jump you know, rope, jump and, rope mm-hmm. and different games. Um, but it was all ages together. Mm-hmm. I think it was like 
I'm trying to remember what the ages. Maybe like six and under, mm-hmm. and then seven and up were over there playing f- flag football. And I mean, some of the kids, you're like, how old are they? Because you don't yeah. even know. Everybody just kind of meshes together. So I don't really see like there's some attitude sometimes, but yeah. I feel like I I haven't really seen a lot of the quote unquote teenage attitudes yeah. and things like like you hear or see in movies mm-hmm. <laughs> um do you think you but <laughs> do you think you will with the other kids that you're afraid for them to become teenagers possibly <laughs> yeah I already see Quite it with Clara possibly <laughs> yeah I I mean it's I think it's hard to say I hope they grow out of it and yeah. before they get to that yeah um but I don't really know. Yeah. I know Fred and I... Time will tell. Yeah. Fred and I have had that conversation too about like how homeschooling is a better representation of like how you're actually going to be out in the world because you're not segregated by your age or your grade. Right. So I think that's really cool. And I've gotten to see it too with like your older kids and how they interact with my kids and obviously your kids. Hannah was over at your house the other night for how many hours? Yeah. Yeah. Like two and a half hours. And she just wanted to like hold Aggie. And so she was just like was sitting there and we were watching Survivor. Yeah. (laughs) So it was good. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I, I... have Eggie now, so if you hear little baby coos, <laughs> she'll talk to uh, talk in the microphone. <laughs> um, this one's kind of a fun question, um, but do you have a favorite go-to family recipe? I know it's different for you guys, but <laughs> yeah, we're kind of weird, so <laughs> and complicated yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I would say Mexican is probably our easy go-to because. Everybody can just throw in what they want, avoid the things they don't want. Yeah. Because we have some dairy allergies. We have some gluten allergies. So that's one that's really easy for us. Um, And I've kind of been having fun trying to find substitutes, um, like making our own cheese sauce. It isn't actually cheese. What do you Um, make that out of? There's actually multiple ways. One is with potatoes and carrots and you add different seasonings and it actually does taste like cheese. So it's kind of interesting. Hmm. Summer with sweet potato. Um, So, yeah, it's it's kind of fun because, you know, we've been kind of experimenting and trying different things. Yeah. Um, But things like that, I think, are not necessarily easy when you have to make the own your own sauce and everything. Yeah. but it's kind of nice that Hannah likes cooking so much. Yes, and but my kids like cooking. And yeah. Jacob does too. Yeah. So um, this year I am trying <laughs> to have each kid take a night where they make dinner because activities have just been crazy lately and I'm exhausted. Yeah. And so each night, like this kid doesn't have anything this night or it's not until way later. So yeah. I have each kid taking a turn making dinner so that's been kind of fun I like that that's what my family did too because there were five of us and so everyone got a night of the week and they all like it like they like cooking so Lizzie's like oh it's my turn tonight you know if I throw something together and she's like but I was supposed to do it tonight and I'm like yeah well sorry (laughs) I always liked it but I had Uh, two things that I would make and that's it so I would just rotate them every other week it was either tacos or my dad uh he calls it special spaghetti okay so if anybody wants an actual recipe it's literally just spaghetti and then you boil italian seasoning and throw in some oregano or something like what you would put on a salad um not a seasoning sorry italian dressing oh um like what you put on a salad so and like 
you can put other things in it like vegetables or whatever but it, we would just do spaghetti and then that that sauce and he would call it his special spaghetti so i would always make it because it was crazy easy oh yeah <laughs> so it's like really simple and i've been trying to find some things that are easier especially yeah. for lizzie she's nine yeah. so you know i want to try to sometimes she wants to make something big and complex and i'm like <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe we should save that for mommy's night you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> you can help me but yeah one th- little complex for you by yourself <laughs> yeah i am not the cook of our house um bj cooks like 99 percent of 99.9 percent of the time <laughs> let's be honest um so i liked it as a kid but i feel like man my family's gonna listen to this and they'll be like you're overreacting care but this okay this one of the times that i made dinner i like made this like apple turnover thing which is super easy i'll give you i'll actually tell you what what it is if anyone wants to do it but it's basically crescent rolls and you put it around in like the shape of a wreath uh-huh. and then you put like um pie filling like apple or cherry whatever in the middle and then you like drape the crescent roll over yeah. top and like make a wreath so i made this we called apple turnover over and then I was gonna put frosting on the top and so I was like where's the frosting and my mom goes she's like it's in the door and so I see this like container of white and I grab it and I like put it on the whole thing and like dish it up to my family and it was sour cream oh my god <laughs> so nobody sure ate that it. was interesting yeah, so nobody <laughs> ate it and I was like scarred oh, for my cooking gosh. journey so I was just like I'm never cooking again <laughs> So I I like to bake, ironically, because it was a sweet thing that I messed up. But yeah, yeah. So BJ's the cook in our family. <laughs> well, Lizzie's tried a couple times to make cookies on her own, but like I said, it's it's not as simple for yeah. us because, like I said, we have to do some swapping of ingredients and like the gluten free flour doesn't quite work the same. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you can get it to work, but sometimes it takes a little yeah. extra, and so we've thrown away a couple batches yeah. so far where I don't know if she measured wrong <laughs> or what but the one time they were like it is really salty so I don't know if she used like baking soda oh, instead no. of baking powder or yeah. you know something like that but yeah or tablespoons instead of teaspoons <laughs> or I don't know because she did it on her own and I felt so bad, but she's trying. Yeah, that's what's good. Well, I know some moms like swear by, um, what are they called? Instapots? Is that what they're called? Yeah. I don't, we don't have one, but I do like slow, like, um, crock crock pots. Thank you. I do like slow cooked meals. So I, BJ went back to work from his leave for Aggie. And so it's just been me with the three and like, we have errands to run and stuff like that and like dance and things. And like, I, I was like, I have such an appreciation for. Uh, crock pots i love <laughs> like, my instant good. pot for rice for okay. whatever reason i cannot cook rice <laughs> i can't cook rice either <laughs> on the stove top it's just i i don't know i think i just have too many distractions so yeah. i can't check on it to make sure that there's still liquid in there yeah. yep. i don't know for whatever reason it never turns out right but in my instant pot i get it every time nice. <laughs> but my crock pot i use a lot too yeah um for soups especially and yeah Nice. Well, um, if anyone is interested um, doing something like Crystal, like rotating, like who makes meals? I feel like that's such a load off of the parents, too, especially if you have the older kids. Um, One thing that we would do when I was growing up is like we had this chart. Um, Basically, it was like uh, you basically it was like this uh cut out like you cut out a little strip so you can see whose name and then you fold it so that a piece of paper can fit inside of it and everyone's name is written on it so like you literally just each week or each day 
whatever pull the little slip down and that's how we did chore charts too it was like okay this week you're in charge of vacuuming and you're in charge of dishes so you don't have the same thing all the right. time but i liked those i thought they were and they just hung on the fridge they i were so bought convenient. a dry erase board nice. and yeah I that's have, easy too. i have my calendar one that's big um for like our you know appointments and regular activities yeah and then i bought a second one that's probably like i don't know maybe like eight by eight or something yeah. it's a smaller one but it has like rows so it's just like one week so yeah. then I just wrote each person with a wet erase marker so yeah. it doesn't wipe off yeah um and then they can just use the dry erase marker to write down whatever it is that they're making that night yeah, so I you have to go get make groceries. sure I have <laughs> yeah. the ingredients yeah exactly Jacob kept wanting to make burgers and I'm like yeah, you need to tell me that ahead of time so I can have burgers for you to right? make. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, okay, this might be our last question. Um, I'm curious because obviously this is drawn near, so we talk about the faith. And we shared a little bit about the, like the traditions and stuff. But what is a way that you bring faith into the home? Um, whether it's like teaching, obviously with homeschooling and stuff, or prayer, like time for prayer. Well, I think the most important thing is just, one, going to Mass yeah. regularly, mm -hmm. um, and also making time for prayer. Um, we always pray together at bedtime, of course. I think yeah. that's the easiest, and at meals. Um, but I think during the day, it's much harder. Yeah. We do really good for a while, and then we kind of slack off, and, you know, so we kind of go up and down with that but um we try to have a rosary time mm -hmm. even if it's weekly mm -hmm. I think we need that's to a win <laughs> do a little better no, that's a win <laughs> about that um and we were praying morning prayer together mm -hmm. every morning me and the kids because we couldn't quite get everybody up and ready before Fred would have to go to work yeah, but yeah um so we really need to get back into that um before our school day starts is yeah. usually what we try to do but I think honestly, it is hard. Like that's, yeah, that's what I was just going to say too. Like I've always said, you know, whenever you're in the car, just take time to pray. But then when I was home for leave and we're not in the car, I'm like, right. man, we haven't really intentionally prayed together right. in a while. And so I, I feel like, yeah, that would, it's hard. It would be so hard to set that time aside, like at home when everyone's kind of all over the place and doing right. their own thing. Yeah. It's hard, especially because like each evening we have a different schedule. So mm -hmm this person is gone until eight or this person is gone until, you know, yeah. so it's, it's just like, when is a good time to have everybody together? Yeah. And there's nights where all the big kids are gone and, you know, just the little ones are at home with Fred. And I'm yeah. like, are we even going to have bedtime prayer all together right. as a family tonight? Or will they already be asleep when I get home? Which is nice when yeah. that happens. <laughs> yeah. I feel like my kids have learned some of their prayers, though, from being here. Yeah. Like, we pray them in the car, but how you guys would teach your kids is then, like, how my kids became familiar with them. Right. So, will you share kind of how you would teach, like, the rote prayers of the church to so your kids? So, a lot of times we will start saying the prayer, but then kind of, like, leave it hanging so they say the next word. Yeah. Um. Also, another thing that we do is, like, when we were praying the rosary, um, obviously the toddlers aren't going to quite pay attention. So I get a little pile of, uh, like, saint prayer cards mm -hmm. for them to play with. So they're still sitting with us or give them their own rosary so they can play with it. They're not counting beads. No, but, yeah. You know, just something to include them. And 
the repetition. They hear everybody else saying yeah. it. They'll pick up on it eventually. Yeah, I think we were praying one time in the car and we started doing a Hail Mary and it like shocked me. This was a while ago. It shocked mm-hmm. me when like Clara knew it. This was when she was maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah. When she started saying it with me and I was like, what? Because in my mind, I'm like, we haven't said it enough for you to know it. And so then I yeah. knew it was because, you know, you guys say it here. But you guys basically will do like hail and then they have to say Right. Mary, they say the next word. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that a lot. So that's kind of how we have done it with Gerard, too. Yeah. It's funny, though, because some of the kids I feel like pick up on it so much faster than others. Like, yeah. I'm, I wonder sometimes, like, does this kid even know these prayers? <laughs> like, they, yeah. they're there. They hear us saying it. But I'm like, I don't know. They know these. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but then other times it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They are getting it, you know. Um, sorry for all the listeners who are going to hear Aggie. <laughs> She's crying <laughs> in a little bit in, in all of these, but. Um, She's got a very serious expression right now. So. <laughs> Just f- brows furrowed yes, down. Her. <laughs> yes. Um, I was going to say, we, we do the same thing with um, like the Baltimore Catechism. Yeah. The Usually it's the first communion one that we start with. Um, really, I, I will be starting that with Daniel very soon. Yeah. But, you know, you, we just ask the questions and they recite it back to us. And I know some people think, oh, that's old. We don't need to do that anymore. But my kids retained they so much it. of that. Yeah. And they really like it. That's good. Um, okay, I do have one more question. I lied. It wasn't our last question. This one is about marriage. So, um, obviously, <laughs> obviously, Fred is one of the co-hosts. So, just I think they would like to hear a little bit. Like, did you always know that you wanted to get married? And like, what drew you to Fred? And like, knowing you wanted to marry Fred. You know, it's funny, and I know he's told this story before, but. We didn't even know we were dating (laughs) for a while. We were just friends and we just hung out together. And then we realized, I think we're dating. Yeah. So it it was. I mean, we did kind of, I think we, even if we weren't really talking about it, I think we did know, like, this is the one. This is it, you know? Yeah. But it wasn't something we ever really, like, discussed or anything. Yeah. So what kind of drew you to him? I, I don't even know. 16 because, years later, it might be a different right. thing because you, you grow and you change. And, yeah. um, I mean, we met. He was always bringing his guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, not that that's necessarily what like <laughs> made me like him. But um, I don't know. I would just always listen. Yeah. And he was just easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. And. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. And then you guys went through your conversion together, and we like that did. has to bring like, you closer. Everything we've done, everything together. Like yeah. it, it is not. It, it's an interesting story because right. um, neither of us were going to church at the time regularly, and then we started going to church together. And then you know, every step of the way, we've just yeah. gone together. Yeah, from Protestant church to going coming into the catholic church like everything has just been together i think it's a beautiful witness but it's so unusual it is unusual it is yeah i see a lot of people talking about that like i converted but my husband you know how do i get my spouse how do i do this yep i just i can't really relate because i'm like i i don't know because we just did it together yeah (laughs) Well, that- he would come home from school and be like, did you know that this saint yeah. said this and did this? And we'd be like, well, we already believe that, you know. Yeah. And so we we were just really relating to 
some of the teachings of the early church and we didn't realize that we had a lot of Catholic beliefs. I think that's honestly key. Like for anyone listening who is in a situation where maybe their spouse isn't Catholic or isn't as, as strong in their faith. I honestly feel like, like that's the key to it. Like he came home and shared what he learned. Like right. it wasn't like he was growing by himself apart from you. It was like he wanted to bring you with. So right, if you're learning was, new things, he like was going, share that. He was going to college. Right. And I was home with the little ones. So, I mean, I I wasn't learning right along with him, but he would come home and discuss the things yeah. with me. So yeah. there's that communication again. Yeah. But and, in a good way. <laughs> right, right. But in, right, the, yeah. the opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. So that's good advice, I think, for any of our listeners. Like if you have people in your life, whether it's a spouse or a friend or a child, like just share the things that you're learning with the excitement that you have about it. And eventually, like they'll have that excitement, too, or they'll at least have the curiosity to keep looking, looking into it. Right. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Well, I just want to thank you, um, Crystal. I know you were nervous. Guys, she was nervous. You couldn't even tell. <laughs> like, you really couldn't. It's because of the wine. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But And I'm you. holding a baby now, so that yeah. helps ease. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, everyone, for listening. And I hope that this has helped. And I think we're going to continue um, to do a, a mom series, but it might be a little bit kind of scattered. But I'm excited for it. And if anyone has questions like or moms have things that they're actually like you know i would like to know more about this go to drawnear.me and click the contact us page and just submit a question that you're curious about and we'll add it to the episode so thanks for listening and have a good day